1: But we always say this thing about healing, right? Mm, it's mm. never really a stage you fully get to you because different situations will come and trigger different things. It really is a process. In our rush to find
2: a spouse and in our rush to oh, get over the talking stage and all that mm. kind of stuff, you don't know what kind of crazy you're dealing
1: with. The sexual revolution is mad because now we literally, we've gone from not knowing anything about sex and not being educated or even allowed to have conversations on it to literally there's some holes in this house there's some- <laughs> 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 right and I holes love that for us house.
2: we cannot pick and choose the parts of our you know chosen partner that we want to deal with yes you can't pick and choose hello and welcome to the Two my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two my sisters podcast we
1: are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world
2: and in today's episode we have a bit of a continuation from the conversation of last week yes where we'll be talking about love is blind is love really blind or is it blurry but also we'll be having an opportunity to really again dig deep into online relationships and the reality behind reality tv shows Mm, yeah yeah very very exciting let's go into it (laughs) let's get into it but classic as ever yeah tms in fact, I was before about to say before we even Yeah, before to- we even get to that. <laughs> girls, damn, who y'all rewind, rewind, rewind. You didn't hear this part of the podcast. Hey sisters, hello. We're writing a book. We are writing
1: a <laughs> book. We are about to be published authors. We have signed a book deal with Pan McMillan, who is a publisher. <laughs> to release our first book, because you know there'll be many, you know what thing we can do is talk. Mortable, <laughs> Yes, we are so excited to announce, uh, well we announced it last week, but officially on the podcast, on... Yep the TMS where we where we really bond you know on the podcast this is the official announcement we are writing our debut book to my sisters a guide to sisterhood yes
2: yes yes and we are so excited like honestly we have been waiting for this moment we honestly didn't think it would come this soon in our journey funnily enough it had always been on our kind of like trajectory because we'd always wanted to write something to our sisters Um, But we're really looking forward into delving deep into our, you know, our own sisterhood, our own relationship, but also creating something that's practical, usable for the sisters across the ages. and. Be peering, be looking out for some tidbits from some other sisters too, yeah. because this book is, as much as we talk about ourselves quite a lot on this podcast, we have always been huge proponents of the fact that you need to have sisters from all walks yes. of life. So we're looking forward to embracing those stories, yeah. sharing those stories, yeah. as well as bringing you guys a definitive guide on how
1: to be a better sister. How to be a better sister, not just finding sisters, but being one. Being. Um yeah. Like you said, I think you guys know we're ambitious people. <laughs> <laughs> we are very competent people too. Um, we both desire to like write something or do something big, but never we would we have imagined that literally a year and a half into starting the podcast. That we would be, well, actually it was six months into starting the podcast right, yeah. that we were approached. It's new to y'all. <laughs> it's new to you. It's new to y'all. It's all to us. <laughs> it's all, all news. That's 2021 news <laughs> you to You know us. what I'm saying? But no, no. Um, who would have thought that six months into starting a podcast and, and just sharing our friendship and continuing to share our friendship? um and talk about matters that were on our heart that we would actually be approached to write a book and that a year later well less than a year later we would have signed a book deal crazy thank you just thank you so much for listening because Girl, you can't go to publisher and be like, "I have an idea." They want to see numbers. They want to see community. They want to see people. Yep. And if it wasn't for you being plugged in and sharing and continuing to support us, the events, the the vision conferences, the the books, mm. like all of that, the the digital resources, rather, we. We wouldn't have been able to do this. You know, it would have no just either. stayed an idea. So it really does take a, a village to raise a book, I guess. So yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> thank
2: thank you. you. And we thank you in <laughs> advance for, because when the pre-order link, honey, yes, when it yes. drops, we need all of the sisters to roll out and ride yeah, out for us. So yeah, just please. so that you know, in please, advance. It's a good
1: couple months. So save up your coins you to know? buy one for you and a good sis. Um, but yeah, we're going to give you the pre-order link in a few months. Actually, we're still in the process of writing the book so yeah pray for us pray for Please us and, and just send us all the love and just thank you just i i'm actually Honestly. quite still overwhelmed by the idea of getting to write a book um with you just for them like it just, yeah, it's just yes a lot but i'm glad i'm grateful beautiful. It's beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna leave the speeches and the teardrops oh, yeah, yeah, and all that true, kind of stuff to the book launch like new, t- new york times bestseller oh goodness then we'll, then we'll give the mushy stuff
2: honestly and you guys need to get ready to bring yourselves out and shake a leg because yes. one thing I, listen that launch has to be huge yes. i need to see all the sisters come out for that one <laughs> um but yeah thank you for the from the bottom of our hearts it yeah. means so much to us and we Do not take it lightly that this is something that we are going to do for you. As much as this is a great opportunity for us, we're really seeing this as an opportunity to really help all of the people within our community actually be good sisters, become better women um, and become better friends outside of the romantic relationships, outside of the whole femininity spiel. This is all about you. This is all about building communities and this is all about becoming a better human being. So we're really excited to bring that to you sisters and thank you. For making this a possibility.
1: Oh, from the bottom of our hearts.
2: From the bottom of our hearts to the tip of our souls. <laughs> from here to here. From here you. to here. From my thank whole you. existence. Um, but we're going to try to stop being, you know, super, super gushy. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah, please do stay tuned on socials. The social media girls mm-hmm. have found out first. Yeah. Um, so make sure that you're plugged in. Make sure that you continue to share TMS with a sister. In fact, before you get stuck into this podcast... What are you doing if you haven't shared the last episode with a sister? Please get to it. Yes yes because we have so much more that we want to bring to you and so much more that we want to do with TMS yeah that really requires as many sisters as possible yeah without further ado before we get into the thick of it <laughs> into the thick of it I think that's a song isn't it
1: into the thick of it
2: there we go classic classic style of TMS we've got a ding 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 Dilemma. let's get into it to my sisters hey i have a, di- wow, that's a i know that's
1: a fuss <laughs> Ooh, somebody is a smart you got A's in school she said i got a pun for you if there ever was one." <laughs> oh, she said entendre, <laughs> entendre. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i have a dilemma from yeah. the u.s Sure, love the pod thank you for creating this space oh, it's so needed you. I have been managing my family business for almost 10 years out of obligation and duty to my family. We've been through a lot together, though through it all, I've gained skills and relationships that I wouldn't have otherwise. However... I hate it here Mm. working with my family is toxic and I am exhausted earlier this year I was experiencing burn again my anxiety was at an all-time high I was severely depressed but wasn't afforded any grace simply because we have a business to run Mm. and my family simply doesn't believe in mental illnesses Mm. I have decided it's time to choose me and step away from the family business I'm taking an adult gap year in the hopes of figuring out what exactly I want to do with my life I've discussed this with my family and I was met with discontent, especially from my mother. Mm. I wanted to leave on a good note. Am I being, am I wrong for leaving? Am I being selfish or is this just a radical decision I need to take to live a life I want? For context, I'm the oldest daughter and just turned 30.
1: This is a radical decision that you need to make because your life really is your own to live. Um, It's going to be hard. Mm. It's not going to be nice. And I think if there is, there definitely should be love between you and your mother, you and your family, there will be room for forgiveness. I think sometimes it can be very challenging because like you said, it's a family business and they may be thinking, you know, you're probably very skilled. They probably just want to keep it exactly that way, a family business. And so for you to say, I'm leaving the family business may sound to them like I'm leaving the family or Mm -hmm. I'm leaving you basically to your own devices and I don't want any part in it. But I think there's a way to let people know, listen, my heart is actually not in this. And in order for me to be effective, my heart would actually need to be in this. I'm happy to help you hand over. I'm happy to help you figure out um, a way to replace me, a way to operate without me. Um, I'm happy to stick around as long as that takes to help you figure out whether it be six months, a year, whatever transition period, whatever that transition period will look like um, and however long it needs, but I can't stay here for the long term. it's better actually for our family dynamic for me to leave so that I don't grow resentment towards you. Not because I don't appreciate the opportunity and the, sometimes the privilege that exists around getting to work with your family, getting to build something that will stay in your family for a long time. And it's kind of a legacy piece for your household. But it's not that I don't appreciate that privilege. It's just that this isn't for me. You know, I have to go out and try something else for me. And Not every parent is going to be happy with that decision. Um, But you are grown. You are a grown woman. And it comes a time where grown women have to make grown decisions and move the hell on.
2: (laughs) Cue Beyonce.
1: I'm
2: a grown
1: woman. I can do whatever I want. I'm a grown woman. You Ow. should do. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, does somebody say pentatonics in the house? Absolute. Pentatonics, she's a beatboxer I love that. They're fantastic. Oh They're fantastic. man. But yeah, like you you are a grown woman. Literally, you are grown. <laughs> and grown women make grown decisions and have to deal with grown-up consequences. If they don't wanna, your mother will come to understand. And if she doesn't irreconcilable differences it might have to be a (laughs) merry christmas happy birthday happy easter (laughs) happy hanukkah happy ramadan bye
2: it's not (laughs) irreconcilable no i think i really do hear it i think matters of the family are so difficult and they can be so hard to like navigate yeah and i think what's worked in you know our good sister's favor is she's been there for 10 years yeah that's a good 10 years of your life that you've given precisely and if it's something that you don't like doing there's if there's one thing that i've learned in life thus far is It does not profit you to stay in something that you really do not enjoy doing or does not actually tally up to your end game or does not help you in some way. And since you're still really young, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you're a grown woman. Like you're nearly 30. So this is time to really like this is the time to be taking the most risks that you possibly can in your life. And the thing about a family business is I'm going to assume that m- hopefully you have siblings or hopefully oh, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. have you know family around you there that are will be other able to family members precisely. in the business. <laughs> and I love what you were saying about being proactive in you know finding a replacement mm. and finding a way that this can work for like multiple parties but I do think that it's better for you to craft out your own life to live than mm. live a life that is not yours because mm. at the moment it doesn't it doesn't sound like yours. it doesn't feel like yours. Yeah. it feels like a pipe a pipeline dream that's been articulated by your family to you and how many of us suffer the same thing where we've got you know our family members who have this ideal or have created this you know pipeline dream that they expect Mm. us to fulfill only for us to you know be chasing these dreams and wondering why we feel so empty it's because we're chasing something that we never created in the first place so I do think that it's worth you know sitting down having the conversations but understanding that you know this might actually be an irreconcilable difference that you have with your family and it may take some time for your family to overcome this but at this you know I just life is so
1: short man life is too short to live someone else's dream it's so it really is and I love that you said that I think especially being the eldest daughter that sense of duty that sense of responsibility um as well as unfortunately maybe an unfair amount of expectation that is placed on you we can definitely relate Mm. an unfair expectation that is placed on you by your parents or by your family members and at some point go and listen to our oldest daughter syndrome episode but at some point you have to put the yoke down because you're not meant to be wearing it right you're not meant to be that heavy burdened by other people's expectations and their demands of you especially when it is without considering your actual desires, right? So they may be thinking this is what's best for you and they may actually have your best in mind, but they aren't considering what you desire. And that's a big thing, having to ask somebody to lay aside what they think is best for you and actually listen to what you want. Cause sometimes there's a difference, right? Sometimes there's a difference between what you think is good for me and what I actually want. Sometimes our parents don't want to hear about what we actually want. They just want to give us what they perceive to be the best. And so don't demonize your parents or villainize them, but it is about if there is not going to be a mutual understanding here, we have a clear difference. And because I am grown and because I cannot live my life for you, I have to go down my own path because you won't have anyone to, I mean, I'm always the morbid one, but your parents are going to die one day (laughs) and hopefully they die before you, right? When they're gone and they've taken their hopes, their dreams, and their expectations to the grave, what does that leave you with? A whole bunch of disappointment, a whole bunch of regret, and a whole bunch of wishing you could have stood up for yourself at the time when you had the chance, mm. even though that chance was uncomfortable, right? Another issue is, I wrote this in a recent Instagram post, but a lot of us, I love what you, were, Renee is a, a, a radical, Um, is very is a great ambassador for radical honesty, just being honest. This is how I actually feel, this is actually what I think. And I think a lot of us don't wanna be honest because of fear. A lot of us are scared that if I'm honest about how I truly feel, mm. like this dilemma has illustrated, I'm going to lose the people I love, people are going to disagree with me, I'm going to look selfish, etc., etc. However, when you decide to let fear stop you from being honest, you've allowed fear to now rule your life. Cause that's the only thing that's going to take its place you have to be honest, right? And you don't wanna be living your life from this place of fear, this place of regret, this place of not even knowing if your parents can or your family rather can withstand the storm of you going down your own path and still love you. That is a big fear a lot of us have if being not disowned because I think that's quite a that's quite an extreme one but Mm. being you know cast away okay we don't really care about you anymore because you're not doing what we want you to do. That's a big fear some people may have being the outcast. However are you going to let that is that fear worth the exchange, right? Is the staying in this position worth the exchange of a very beautiful future that you could actually make for yourself for the rest of your life? Like Renee said, you're you're young, like you're really young. You can still carve out the life that you actually want. So you have to ask yourself is this worth that exchange? Because that's what you're giving up, right? Is the approval of your parents? This is a hard way to put it, but it's the approval of your parents worth the sacrifice of the future you actually want. Hmm. Woo. That's heavy. Question mark.
2: Ah, question mark. Question mark. Well, sis, it's one of those ones where we don't necessarily have an answer that yeah. is um, palatable. And I think that's one of the beauties, but also the burdens that come as part of the human experience, yes. whereby you have to make decisions and you have to do things for yourself that will definitely have very serious repercussions on Mm. the way that you conduct yourself to conduct your life and engage with other people but it's always better to be honest in the long run it's always Always better better always better because you save yourself being bitter who knows Mm. if you you know end up having kids one day or end up having a family of your own a lot of you know resentment and a lot of things that we project start now yeah so it's better to deal with it now try and choose the life that you want to live yeah For the sake of not just this generation and not for yourself, but potentially for the future and for those around you, because... You know when you're stuck in a decision or stuck doing something you don't like? Just everything about your life sucks. You don't like being around anyone. You're actually not... Do you know what I mean? You're actually just a grey cloud. You just
1: have this grey cloud looming over you all the time and you take it into every interaction. Which is why it's really important for you to sit down and realize what would bring some sunshine into your life, Mm -hmm. you know? Could you also... If if it is a thing of, okay, I get to... Because you don't have to have... Having conversations with your parents can actually be very hard, like very, very hard. And it's one of those things I actually understand. I know this whole year we've been saying we're doing the hard things. It's one of those hard things that if you don't <laughs> do it, we're not going to judge you. <laughs> we're not going to judge you. <laughs> That, is so hard. that one is a hard navigating. That's a hard hard navigating those kind of decisions. So then the the flip side or the adjacent to it is could you turn working into your fa- in your family business into something beautiful mm. that actually aligns with your desires, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it that you don't like the family business because the way the business is being because of the way the business is being run is is the business not exciting to you, is the way the position you're in not exciting to you? If that's the case, Maybe it's just about positioning yourself differently within the same thing, right? You may I don't know they may have made you the boss of a store I don't know what the business is but they may have made you a boss of a store you don't want to do managerial things you want to do marketing things you want to do creating things okay tell them I want to move to advertising that's where I want to be um that could be a way to kind of help you because if you don't want to have that conversation sis like I said we ain't going to judge you <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> if, if your mom now comes and slaps you are we bearing the slap you know I'm mean? sorry I mean, so it's like, we can't force you I mean I we mean we'll be there to hand. pick
2: up the pieces and you know. I was going to say call cool child line, but that's a whole conversation for a
1: different, <laughs> a different day, a different she's, day. She's grown though. Yeah, exactly. That's a scrap. Anyway, you have that's to call a, the police. Yeah. You just have to call the police.
2: Moving on, sis. Um, <laughs> we send you love, wisdom, light, yeah. and hopefully other people around you in real life that you can, you know, lean on. Like, I hope you have a good group of friends that you can actually confide in and mm. talk to you about these kind of issues as mm. well as us. Mm. Um, and family members, actually. And family members, too. And yeah. family members, too. So send in lots and lots of love.
1: But speaking on the topic
2: of love, ooh,
1: what a great! Oh, I oh, know, do you know what? Great transition. You know what? Love is blind. Peel, peel, peel. Part two. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, okay, what you did to me last, last week you ain't gonna do to last me this week. <laughs> week that's right
2: listen sisters in your prayers still be covering our equipment covering like just in general this Yo. entire enterprise because we need to level up <laughs> you know as we're glowing you guys know we've been glowing and growing for a while now but the glow and grow that we're trying to aim for right now we've got a lot of enemies and it's taken mm. the form of our technology mm. um but so yeah. thank you for your patience for last week's yeah. episodes and we apologize for technical difficulties as per usual yes. and also I also want to apologize in advance for any technical difficulties I want to reiterate it is just us two oh, that yeah. are currently manning the ship yeah. we are working on you know team all that yeah. hab- <laughs> all that stuff you know all that pretty that stuff that
1: actually is another thing shout out to everyone who has sent in applications to be an intern. Yes. I don't, I don't know what your. Pl- <laughs> I, I guess you guys took the serious call to action seriously when I said, if you want to help, then send help. But thank you. Wow. Honestly, thank you. Our inboxes you. have actually been flooded with CVs and applications and just people shooting their shot. And sis, I encourage you continue to shoot your shot, not just at us, but Wherever, like in whatever area of life, because as much as we are pleasantly surprised, it now gives us a, an avenue to build something which allows you to come and take your place. Precisely. In it. And sometimes you just got to shoot your shot in the dark and hopefully it lands where you need to be um and it makes room for you where you need to be right like that was very inspiring when i saw it i said wow well, not the sisters being go getters Coming go get my ass and shoot my shot that's
2: right i was like yeah i need to be in the dms of other people facts, facts. um but yeah we definitely appreciate it and we are currently working on mapping out the infrastructure to support yeah. Other sisters and other team yeah. members, because Lord knows we really do want a team, but we want to make sure that we do it right and we do it in a way that actually makes sense yeah. and a way in so far as you know the sisters that do come on board feel supported yeah. and feel as though they are you know part of the yeah. team, the real yeah. team. um So thank you, thank you, um and thank you for your enduring patience. And you will con- we will continue to need that grace. Yeah, so keep extending, keep yeah. supporting. We'll get there.
1: Yeah, love is blind. Love is blurry
2: love is indeed blur yeah it's opaque
1: Mm, is it a bit translucent saturated Mm, i hear it overexposed
2: Mm, wow get into it (sighs) wow it is is it is it too bright is it too dim because some folks be dead. Dark.
1: <laughs> dark. <laughs> love is dark. All right. All right. Where did, where did we even get up to? So we got to the point where mine. we were talking. We needed to talk about Jarrett and Ayana. Oh, yes. Second fiddle. Um, and the thing is, we recorded the rest of that conversation. That conversation where? was good. It's just the audio was too crappy to put out and put our names on it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ayana and Jarrett, mm. did people settle? Nick and Danielle. Yes. Well, my namesake.
2: Scary Town.
1: <laughs> Everything about that situation. It wasn't town. even a talking point. They were the talking point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also we got into a conversation about whether reality TV is making marriage less serious. So let's start with Jared and I Yeah, yeah. When it comes down to We've we both agreed that people settle yeah, in relationships. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But what do you think actually makes people... do? You, okay, firstly, do you think, Jared, in terms of to review the show, Love yeah. is Blind on yeah. Netflix, do you think that Jared settled for Ayana? Was she his second choice? Well, he was, she was, but... I think... Do you get...
2: <clears throat> initially, yes.
1: He settled? Yes.
2: Okay. In the sense of not necessarily... It's not to say he settled because Ayana wasn't the best choice. Mm-hmm but she was the second choice yeah, yeah, yeah i don't think we can argue with that yeah, cool. because if she was the first choice he would have proposed he would have propo- i think they called the, the kettle black <laughs> i don't know why we call it the kettle black by the
1: way also it's, a, it's giving her a bit of, of resistance sees- <laughs> just a little bit of just I'm an out.
2: Um but if we are going to call a spade a spade yeah. you watched it i watched it viewers watched it he chose what's her name Mallory. I was gonna call Is her Marlon. I was gonna call her Marjorie. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the UC where and it's funny because she was the first choice, and now ain't nobody know her. Anyways, he picked Mallory first because to him, Mallory was his first choice.
1: Yeah.
2: Ayana was not. And as much as you know they have grown together as a couple, and he has, you know, they've they've grown, you know, they've yeah, chosen. They're married now. They're married, they've chosen to be together. I think we cannot deny the fact is she was his initial second, second choice. choice. Yeah. She may have grown to become his number one, yeah. but she was initially his second choice. Yeah. And I think it is definitely a microcosm of what happens in the dating world. Mm. Um, I was having a conversation with a couple of my friends, mm. my male friends, funnily enough. And we were talking about, you know, like marriage and yeah. how like, you know, um this whole idea or notion that men peak later than women because Mm. they acquire more money whereas women peak earlier because theirs is their value is predicated on their you know youthfulness and being pretty and all that kind of stuff it's interesting because the men were talking about the fact that many of their friends had experienced this thing whereby you know a girl has come along but they're not ready to settle down And she has the qualities of everything that they want. She's beautiful. She's funny. She's smart. She's literally like blows everyone up the, you know, the water, but because they're not ready to settle down, they let that one go Mm. or they hope that she'll wait for when they're ready to settle down. Yep. Fast forward, maybe five, 10 years. They're now in their thirties. They want to settle down. Time is ticking. Yeah. But the babe that they really wanted, she was like, well, I gotta go. I can't be waiting for you for, I'm peaking early. Yeah. So then they settle, the word they used was settle, they settle for whoever fit the bill in that present moment. Now, it's not to say that she wasn't pretty or she wasn't smart or she wasn't whatever, but had they the opportunity to get a do over, they probably would have picked the other girl. Yeah. Whether Jarrett would have picked Mallory again, Mm -hmm. or, you know, we can sit in our like what would have happened and our counterculture, our, you know, counter history and whatnot. The fact of the matter is there was a first choice that wasn't Ayana. The fact of the matter is there's a lot of men there who aren't able to get their first choice Mm. when they want their first choice. Mm. They then have to settle or rather choose their alternative options due to the circumstances that have presented themselves. Yeah. The question then becomes, can you as a woman Mm -hmm. continue with that knowledge being in a relationship with a man knowing that you are not necessarily his first choice. Yeah, and
1: this is actually where I wanted to move the conversation to because I think it's a decenter, the whole romantic relationship thing. I think there's a bigger conversation about self-esteem yeah. and confidence in knowing that you might not be somebody's ideal, yeah, right? yeah, Or you wouldn't have been their first pick. And I think that does a huge number on a lot of people's self-esteem when they realize you actually have an idea of perfection. You haven't actually have an idea of what you consider to be the most desirable. And unfortunately it wasn't me, right? What does that do to your self-esteem? Now, as somebody who has been cheated on in the past, mm. I can assure you that the idea of being, so, whether they are with you now or not, the idea of somebody picking someone over you mm. will do a huge number on your confidence Mm -hmm. as a woman, as Mm -hmm. a person, right? Ayana, you was a better woman than most to actually walk down the aisle with that man. Because genuinely the idea that it's not about, firstly, one of the biggest things that then creeps in is comparison. yeah, And measuring yourself up against the person who would have been the first pick or was the alternative, right? what is it that she has that i don't have mm. and as women we are put in that position a lot when time. it comes to like so most things in society All the time. comparing ourselves to other women whether it be beauty campaigns people in our workplace um the people who are put on pedal stools we are constantly thinking about even look at feminine uh feminine femininity content like it's very much so about how do you compare to this ideal and this feeling of well am i in as I am actually enough, right? Or can I actually over time convince you that I am enough? Mm. And then you get into this horrible trope of having to basically convince somebody that you're good enough whilst trying to maintain that you are actually confident. Do you get what I mean? And I think that can be the that duplicity can be hard. I'm trying to believe that I am enough, but I'm still having to prove to you that I am enough Mm. whilst having to still love you perfectly that's hard
2: it is really hard that is
1: hard that is tough I think a lot of work has to be done on the part of on the other party by the other party to assure you that you can actually be secure in that relationship but I I don't know it could just be me but I think it takes a while for that insecurity to actually be healed Mm. within that relationship Mm -mm -mm -mm.
2: maybe it's just me but I agree insofar as I don't like the idea of playing second fiddle to anybody. At all. No
1: one does, I don't think.
2: And I think it's it's quite interesting because settling mm-hmm. is very normalized for women. Yeah. In the sense of like, it's not a weird thing to see a woman with a man. And <laughs> this sounds so bad. <laughs> I was trying to find a PC way <laughs> of putting it, but I couldn't. It's normal to see a gorgeous woman or see like a woman who's doing amazing stuff with a man who would probably be seen as below her standard or out of her league or perhaps in some way just not fit in the bill okay it's normal (laughs) but there's so much discourse around when a man settles and i just think that in of itself is interesting insofar as why do we permit men the privilege of being able to not only, you know, actually choose their first choice because in a lot of those like cases that we were speaking about earlier, it's the man actually deferring not being committed to his first choice right. rather than it being a, he's been rejected by his first right, choice. Right, Although right. obviously it's different in Jarrett and, the, and um, Ayana's choice insofar as Mallory actually rejected yeah, him. Yeah. But in like real life, in a lot of situations, because, you know, and I, I hate to generalize, but... In a lot of cases, we've seen men who actively don't go or don't pursue their first choice or who would become their first choice um, because they have the luxury of choice and they mm. have the luxury and privilege of waiting because mm. they feel as though they have more time to basically play the game a bit. Yeah. Whereas for women, it's normal for you to settle. Yeah, Isn't that so strange and so problematic?
1: Yeah, but I, I, it's one of those, what do you expect? I think- Do men not feel ba- like- no, because women feel pressure. I think nuts. they feel a different kind of pressure to what men feel, right? <laughs> oh, I don't want to get into this conversation about the whole women and men and the dating thing. Yeah. But I do think it's it really does surround the whole like, one, a key element of what you said is time. Mm. Like the, the fear of time. Men are afforded more time. Mm. You can evolve. And also I think men are afforded, like you said, the privilege to have their options open at the same time, but also to say, Women are, in something we talked about, I think a few episodes back, but like, I think women, because of the way society trains us to think, we are preparing ourselves for marriage all the time, mm. often. So you have more options. I think women's, I wouldn't say settling, but their compromise has to come from the fact that you have to wait for a man to be ready. I don't think the majority of the options women have are men who are ready. I think they're just men who are evolving.
2: That's an excellent point. Do you get what I yeah, mean? that's an excellent So point. it's
1: more of a thing of, but well, once I do find one of the few men who are ready, then I'm just- Snatch one. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And so, yes, I can compromise. I can put, you know, how they're always telling, you, you know, he might not be six foot, six figures, six, whatever you got to let one go because once you find the guy like her, at least a good enough guy, you should latch onto him because you mm. don't know when another one will come. Oh, However, I think a lot of men don't have that same fear because yes, you might have lost the love of your life, but do you have the same fear that another good woman won't come? Mm. You might not be as in love with her as you were your first love, right? Or the one that got away. Yeah. But you know, she, she's pretty much everything that you need. And so, She ticks all the boxes. Yeah. Sad that's what i'd say on on that kind of front to be fair but in terms of them two i actually think they're too they're very cute i, I think do. so I, do you know what I, I wish he
2: had picked her first yeah
1: i actually prefer know. I, I don't know boy, what he was doing don't quite understand
2: to be honest there's a lot of things that i just didn't quite understand <laughs> um, that was one couple that i would not have understood and i still don't understand sal
1: and mallory but that's that okay. one i would never understand how you and a bad playing a flipping ukulele <laughs> 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 With primary school rhymes Mallory, can make you cry so many times. You're so beautiful. And why is it such a the ukulele itself Gorgeous. is not a nice sounding instrument. Ting ting <laughs> 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 oh, it's not nice. What? Can I you don't imagine like coming it?
2: home one day? Imagine,
1: yeah. A hard day of work Renee.
2: Your man has put rose petals, and you're thinking, oh, this is going good. Yeah, you're smelling the sweet scent of candles. Picture this, guys. Close your eyes with me. Hard <laughs> day of work. Your feet are t- like you want to take off your shoes and just, you know, off everything. Take off your bra. There's rose petals coming out. Yeah. You're smelling the f- sweet fragrance and all of a sudden. Ding, ding, ding,
1: ding, ding, and then ding, 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 ding. Ding, <laughs> these nursery school vibes. Mallory.
2: <laughs> Outrageous. I would go back to work. Outra- <laughs> I would have to go back to work. How would that do you? <laughs> the ukulele.
1: I, I just thought it was so cringe. It's just not for me. It was very cringe. You it was. And, and I.
2: Smile. You smile.
1: can serenade me. Oh, Jesus. You can serenade me. me wow. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, thank you. I don't want it. If that's what you have for me. Take it back. <laughs> I would like a 30 day return. Take it back. <laughs>
2: Where's the delivery driver?
1: <laughs> oh, because oh my it's a bit too much. Now, I love a good serenade. I love Honestly. being a bad who can sing. Yeah. Like, I yeah. really do. But the ukulele put that <laughs> instrument down. Give me an cappella. Do
2: you know what I mean? There's certain instruments. It's to be honest. Like,
1: it's like him playing a recorder. <laughs> No, this is not to shame anybody. No, because there's people out Please. there. that, are yeah, that you are get what I thinking, mean. I play the recorder. This is not to shame anyone. You go on with your bad self. You okay? going <laughs> You're out of order. You're out of order. Then <laughs> <laughs> you
0: going who? <laughs> you go
1: ahead with your bad self. Just not around it's just here. A, it's just a little bit ick. Just you know, certain instruments are just a it's little bit. ick. You like playing the
2: triangle oh i'll
1: never forget that was my first (laughs) that was my first um instrument in my primary school choir yeah because i had braces but that's the thing that's why you would
2: be playing that's that's an appropriate context
1: yeah because i was you can't be in your
2: early 30s out here playing the triangle for me when i step in ting nah man
1: she has a right ting she's
2: here she (laughs) ain't
1: here (laughs) (laughs) okay Mm. whip it on over though but me personally, Nick and Danielle's conversation is not a long conversation to have. It's not. No. Apart from Danielle needs better help. Yes, yeah, she. Is. <laughs> <laughs> better help. Exactly forward forward slash my sisters. sisters. She actually needs to start her therapy journey yeah, no, with ten percent off because it's too much projection. But
2: you know, it also started with her mom. I was actually reading an yeah. article earlier on. You know the comment that her mom said about you know yeah Danielle finds it really hard to trust people. Yeah. And I do in part find that that's a problem that I have. Yeah. Also, oh, this is a generation. generation. A no crazy y'all. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I get it. Growing up and seeing certain things, seeing a failed marriage, seeing um probably I think she herself said she was in quite dysfunctional and toxic relationships in the past. Yeah. And then having a difficult relationship with your own self-love and self-acceptance in the sense that she had insecurities from her way mm. and her personal journey. It's not I I think there's a fine balance between you have to be healed before you get into a relationship and also being too fractured to Mm. get into a relationship. And the reason why I say that is it distorts the way you relate to other people. I think as soon as your behavior starts affecting the relationships that you have too greatly in, in the same that in the sense that you're acting actually very erratic, you're acting very, and also you're making the other person unhappy often and uncomfortable uncomfortable That's when you need to step back and be like, maybe a relationship isn't for me because I don't want to bring somebody else into this situation, which I'm struggling to control for myself. Now, that's not to say you need to be perfect before you get into a relationship, Mm. but I do think there is some work that needs to be done. And I think she had done the work. I actually think she believed that she was ready to get into a relationship because even in the pods, you could see she's having these vulnerable and transparent conversations. But we always say this thing about healing, right? Mm. It's Mm. never really a stage you fully get to because different different situations will come and trigger different things it really is a process and so I think what we saw was somebody who believed that they were healed get into a situation which they may not have have been in before right love is blind is a very unique situation to be in but she may not have dated seriously before and now you're in this and now it's it's reaching a new depth of insecurity that you didn't realize was actually still hurting and still open. I think that's what we saw with her. I think it was more of a, ah, uh, I'm still kind of hurting. I'm still kind of sore and now I'm letting that hurt fester and I'm also letting it infect you. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we saw with Nick and Danielle, but and yet the man still said, I do and good on you, sir. That's a lot to work with. I
2: think that man was even going through his own things, but because Danielle's issues were so grandiose,
1: (laughs) Nick was getting away with looking
2: like he is the normal one. Yeah,
1: it's true. Also, Nick's family big question mark there very especially his mom big question marks for me to be honest the
2: entire enterprise was just shady
1: anyway maybe i'm i am an african child yeah i mean how can your parents be talking about sex to you and your partner at the dinner table and that's in terms of that that's the first time i'm so sorry i am an african child (laughs) That's not
2: dinner time. That's not even. That's just right before marriage. So let me talk to you.
1: You, you see that th- that scene in Bridgerton when the when the oh you haven't watched no. this so anyway sorry Mm-mm. anyway for my Bridgerton watches you know that scene Ew. in season one don't care you see that scene <laughs> in season one where um, Daphne asks her mom about the whole like honeymoon phase with the what your husband oh, and you gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then yeah, the mom is like do you remember we used to have two hounds on our last what and then they had babies mm-hmm, yeah that's mm-hmm. what that's how Africans talk about yeah, sex yeah yeah Either that, or they're very explicit. Have you noticed? It's one of the two extremes. Do you know
2: what? I'm, oh, do you know what? Even in um, uh sorry, in Bridgerton, mind you, when um, Mr. Duke was out here, so you know, in the evening, Daphne, oh. can <laughs> you... <laughs> how do you do that so good? How do you do that so well? <laughs> How do you do that so well? Back when I was uh, Daphne, yeah, that's how he says it. Yeah, Daphne. Oh, that man is so 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 fine. You know, do that thing when When you touch. You can. What do you mean? When you touch yourself, you know, you can touch yourself, right?
1: They said, God! <laughs> but God. you know what? It's actually so mad, like how... And I actually prefer it this way because I was talking about it with another friend and they were saying how, like, the sexual revolution is mad because now we literally, we've gone from not knowing anything about sex and not being educated or even allowed to have conversations on it to literally, there's some holes in this house. There's Whack. Some- <laughs> <laughs> <Whack>. <laughs> Right? And I holes love that for us house. because I think it's... There is power in just having knowledge right and I think a lot of people have scapegoated this idea that if you know then you become deviant immediately but actually as we saw in Bridgeton, which is why I think Bridgeton is actually a cultural masterpiece I'm exaggerating right I really love it is when you don't know it's easy to be deceived and to be fooled and a lot of boundaries are actually crossed Mm. because you don't know where the boundaries should actually Mm. be and so yeah, that was a, that's a tran- tangential no, I, point. No, I
2: thought that was really, really interesting. And I think um, related to that tangential point kind of in a big picture mm. roundabout kind of way is what I find actually interesting about Nick and Danielle's relationship mm. is I think their relationship in the pod versus post pod yeah. is such like, there's so much you could say in terms of like commentary on like our conceptions of like relationships nowadays. Mm. The first one to me that was really stark is the fact that, just the desire to like find a partner Mm. can be such a big blinker and blinder as to, you know, understanding the wholeness behind and the entirety of a human being. It actually takes time. And I think sometimes in our, especially as women, obviously, you know, society has um, by very... Society has definitely like played a part in this, but in our rush to find a spouse and in our rush to oh, get over the talking stage and all mm. that kind of stuff, you don't know what kind of crazy you're dealing with. Questions. And it will be very specific real situations point. and experiences with that person that will allow you to understand who am I dealing with? Yeah, I think point. so many of us are like too confident in our capacity to assess somebody at first glance that we forget Mm. that it's the experiences that are unraveled over time that allow us to unravel who they really are truly know a person so even someone like danielle and nick their love story was great in the pods it was like wow danielle had overcome so many insecurities and nick was this dashing you know he had not really quite connected with the right person and he was only for us to find out that Nick was running away from marriage for how long, God knows how long, and Danielle is going through You know, she going
1: through she it. going
2: through it. You
1: know? Yeah, no, it's so true. And then and it,
2: it, it also makes me think about, like, when we think about it on social media yeah. as well, right, where we see people's love stories, and then many of us are always like, I am so surprised that this person broke up, or this but person is divorced. you don't know the real
1: story. You don't actually have the full picture. You really don't. They be gone. 100 percent it's like when you think about like making a home right me and you just, like we moved into together a few months ago. I've known you for a very long time, nearly a decade of life. But when you actually came with all your baggage, <laughs> you, like the real life, when you came with all your baggage, it's like, right, well, okay. i got to make your baggage fit with my baggage and make a nice home. Do you know what I mean? And that's what relationships really is. Mm. Like I've seen you, but outside of the context of true intimacy, yeah. I don't actually know the fullness of what you come with. And now I am seeing the fullness of what you come with because we are in closer proximity I've got to think can I make it work can I accommodate for and can I make room for actually and learn to enjoy the things that you come with or learn to work with the things that you come with that's what relationships are but a lot of us and I think this is the issue and the the trap sometimes of the trap that Nick and Danielle fell into because they were both trying to fulfill a fairy tale of we've seen broken relationships before we don't want that to be us. So we want to form the perfect marriage. I think they had an ideal and they had a fairy tale and they were looking for the person who would say that they would fit into it. Mm. But the reality of making that picture come to life takes a lot of work 100%. right a lot of work like wanting to be the curse breaker the generational curse breaker and we're not going to get divorced and that's going to come with challenges because those people didn't get divorced by accident you know and it's the, it's what the mum said right like if i could have made it work we would have made it work but it didn't work it doesn't mean i'm not good at marriage it means this was a big challenge you yeah. know and it's something we, we talked on last week which unfortunately wasn't in the episode but was a really good element to the conversation which was Marriage is damn tough. And before you come into the comments, talk about, well, y'all ain't married, you don't know. So would you want us to sit on here? I'd married say marriage is easy. <laughs> Shut up. We're, we're talking straight facts. Marriage is actually really tough. Like having seen the the behind the scenes of failed marriages, successful marriages, you actually start to realize that TV makes marriage look easy or glamorous. Even the drama looks glamorous, but actually marriage in its beauty is fabulous. I think way more fabulous than Mm. media can ever make it look. Marriage also in its darkest times is actually far more worse than media could ever make it look. It is actually life shattering. Life shattering. Or Um, life making, literally. We cannot
2: pick and choose the parts of our you know chosen partner that we want to deal with yes you can't pick and choose i think that's oh, also wow. something that is really really important because people often assume that the person that they're going to get with has to be perfect yeah. or has to be you know working on themselves or has to be fully healed yeah. and all of that kind of stuff this is not to say that you know you should now be allowing damaged people to enter your life and yeah, whatnot yeah, yeah. but understand that Whilst it is important to have standards, it's important to have expectations, and it's important to facilitate growth in other people, mm. you will never find somebody that is a fully healed package. Mm-hmm. You will never. And let me tell you yeah. why.
1: Because you are a- not. A fully healed package. You You're are really not. not. And that kind of goes down mm-hmm. to your parents. Your friends, your sisters, your significant other, your work friends, your colleagues, the people who you do business with, you will never get the, a full healed package. You're dealing with a story. And the thing about stories is they have ups, downs. They are dynamic.
2: They also got villains and sometimes the villain is you. They have demons too. Yeah, You got some demons that you're still dealing with. In yeah. fact, there are certain demons dealin- that... There- there are certain demons that exist on the inside of you that will only be triggered when yeah, your partner enters exactly. into your life. Exactly. Are you ready to do, de- like many of us just want to be healed already, but we don't realize that this is like a, an, a constant negotiation. You yeah. have to make sure
1: that you're fencing. Yeah. And it comes with constant, constant testing. Constant. Right you may be healed in a moment. Like you can actually be healed, but you won't know the truth of that healing until it is tested. And it will continue to be tested over time, right? Healing is something that is proved by testing. (laughs) Genuinely, (laughs) you you can sit here and say, I'm healed, (laughs) I'm healed, I'm healed. But if you've never been in a situation that has- Tested you, yep. provoked yep. you, yep. triggered you. How would you know? Precisely. How would they know? You so you <laughs> actually have to be in a situation that, and relationships do that. Friendships do that to you. Yeah. They put, They poke at the bear. Do you get what I mean? Like when you give people proximity to you, when you bring them into that inner circle and you bring them close in whatever form of relationship it may be, they have access to start prodding at you and start being themselves. And unfortunately them being themselves may trigger who you actually truly are. Mm. That is when you really know who you are as a person and who you still are as a person and how far you may be from who you truly want to be. But that's okay.
2: You know what that was making me think of? You know,
1: when you stub your toe. I've actually changed a lot as a person, you know. I stubbed my toe twice, yeah. So when we were in Dubai, (laughs) I'm whipping around the corner of our bedroom just to go to the bathroom. And I hit my toe so hard. I don't even know if I screamed or anything. To be
2: fair, that bathroom, yeah, where it was in conjunction... In fact, the entire makeup of our room was just... (laughs) <laughs> I was sleeping on Renee. How
1: can they give us a twin room? <laughs> they gave us a twin room, yeah? No. These people cut a no. double bed in half and pushed it you know two what, inches yeah? apart and said, it's twin It's one of them room.
2: ones where you're lying here. If I turn like this,
1: You're on my bed. I'm actually on, on my bed. bed. We should have just got a damn double room. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, me and Renee are sleeping face to face. It was really romance. It was really... <laughs> You'll see me face to face, but yeah, literally. And and the thing is, one side of me, Renee, is two fingers away. (laughs) Other side of me is the window. I'm literally squashed, right? But I'm whipping around the corner between my bed to go to the bathroom (laughs) and the wall, and I hit my like super hard. Oh, everything in me wanted to creep out that day. I was so (laughs) upset, but I just kept on with my day. I was so proud. (laughs) Tested, I'm telling you. Tested. It's tested. Testing it's the times. same way
2: that, you know, you can say, oh, you know, I'm not sick. I'm healed and stuff. But you can't run. You <gasps> oh, can't oh run. God, Your heart is doing. Oh Lord. Yeah, you're... you can keep
1: saying it in faith. You can still keep saying it in hope. You can even keep saying it in delusion. <laughs> oh. But in reality. And really and truly, the only way you'll actually know whether you're healed or not is if other people can co-sign it
2: yeah that's true that is so so true because
1: you may think i'm fine i'm fine but other people around you will be be, be able to perceive the manifestations of your continued pain yeah for sure and they're on the receiving end of it and
2: uh, please let it be healthy people because oh, yeah, when 100%, you be in a room full of sick
1: people a hundred percent everybody can all they can see is sickness <laughs> <laughs> okay firstly but yeah I think reality TV has made, and this is something. Last week, I was listening to Will Smith's book, which is why I completely understand why he. Slept <laughs> I was girl. gonna say, no, I do not co-sign it. If you listen to Will Smith's book, you will understand why he slept that man. But anyway, <laughs> keep your keep my, keep my wife's name, name out of your mouth. I said okay, Willard. Willard? no mike <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is the oscars are bad mike because they made sure they get kept... i know someone was stand there with a boom mic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <We've> got... <laughs> and they kept the they said this is good tv we ain't had a moment like because <laughs> so who good. knew the oscar was coming the oscars was coming on they said we ain't had a moment like this since nah, no this man sucked him yeah. oh he
2: <laughs> wasn't
1: he was, such... <laughs> he was... It was, he even got my medicine and said do you know how so rude that, that is but anyway this is not this is not <laughs> what that is I was, I was listening to will smith's book on audible i actually highly recommend if you want to read the book to actually listen to the book because he will, will smith is the one who uh reads it however he also performs so there are songs there are musical interludes um i, I think it's just an overall amazing experience to listen to his audiobook so it's self-titled it's called will and he talks about his first uh, wife, his first marriage and how his marriage ended, obviously ended in divorce. And he was talking about how he had an extreme frustration because to him, it seemed like why would we vow to Mm. do something if we always knew we could just leave? If we all, if we knew we could just give up, why are we giving up? But at the same time, it's a dysfunctional marriage. And He then goes on to say when he then got into his second marriage with Jada Pinkett Smith or Jada Pinkett at the time, she used to say that she didn't want a marriage ceremony because she felt like the marriage ceremony was actually not... it wasn't demonstrative of what truly should be tested for people who are going to get into a marriage, which is your endurance, right? Mm. She said, if you're going to have a wedding ceremony and you truly want people to come and celebrate you, what you should have is people come to watch you two run a marathon. And whoever gives up, or or if you give up, you shouldn't be allowed to marry. Because it should really be there to test your commitment level, your ability to endure. It's not about how fast you finish, it's just about finishing. Mm. And I think- unfortunately because of re- reality tv and the way that marriage can sometimes be portrayed and how relationships can be portrayed i think the the severity of the commitment of marriage has been lost right and how serious it sh- it should be taken how seriously sorry it should be taken i think that that has been lost and i think that marriage has been trivialized and it's mm. something that people do i don't know just to do it you know and you know that could just be the pessimist in me. Um, But I do miss the the time when people didn't rush into marriage too tough, you know, but at the same time, (sighs) you could argue that during, you know, back days courtships were very, very short. People rushed into marriage all the time. But I think Mm. because they had an understanding of, What marriage truly entailed, the the covenant aspect, the promise aspect, they were just able to last the test of time better. And I I get frustrated sometimes when people center the conversation around failing marriages, around gender and gender roles and how well they are being fulfilled and not around people's genuine commitment to commitment whether people have a good understanding of commitment and the Mm. severity of it um, and what it truly takes to love another person in friendship in relationship in business in the world in community what does it actually take to love that's not easy and i think a lot of us have framed love around what can i get rather than i actually have to give and i actually have to and to love is to give and to sacrifice um and that's why you know we have to do all of these conversations around healing because a lot of us have had love robbed from us rather than us having the option to give mm-hmm, it mm. we've had we've had it robbed from us um and we've had people take advantage of us and stuff like that but i think the conversation around marriage is not around whether women are fulfilling their gender roles whether men are you know masculine enough or high value enough or whether women are feminine enough and high value enough or chaste enough it's really about a generation that has commitment issues?
2: Um, Cut the camera. <laughs> Not to <say> anybody.
1: She's <laughs> 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 If we wanted to cut the camera, I got to press a I'm button right it, here. <laughs> I'm doing it in faith yeah. Thank you Amen. very much. In Amen. my delusion, cut the
2: camera. <laughs> 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 no, but I definitely, definitely agree. This generation has commitment issues, yeah. and I think it's also commitment issues to the fact to the whole picture. Yeah, right? because many yeah. of us can commit to the short term, or commit to very very small things, or commit to you know the the first taste. But do you actually have capacity for the full meal? Is yeah. really the question are you going to quit halfway are you going to ingest everything the good the bad the ugly because the ugly is gonna come yeah and i think many of us don't have the capacity to deal with the ugly Mm. there are many times when i think of like you know love is blind and you know even 30 day fiance and all of these reality tv shows they're not they're reality tv shows but they're not really showing the reality behind the reality which is things are gonna be crap
1: sometimes
2: i think they should did you did you ever watch a show called fear factor
1: when they ate the insects yeah 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 yeah, yeah. now
2: that was reality tv <laughs> me, now that. that was real
1: <laughs> that because i'll
2: be damned if someone has me eating spiders that's the
1: reality because <laughs> that, that was the factor, they actually i'm sure they have many lawsuits again they though, have some of the things they made people do that was quite disgusting. Was disgusting i know that i was were afraid long. of it oh. their waivers were long that and takeshi's castle <laughs> They said you were test subjects. You were not people. Can you sign
2: here? Why is the font so small? (laughs) You
1: don't need to read all that.
2: You don't need to do that. Just sign here. (laughs) That is a reality TV show for me because it's like this is your actual visceral reaction to something that actually scares you. And you've understood the repercussions of if I'm eating this spider, I'm committed to eating this spider. Whereas with something like Love is Blind, And I think that's part of the problem of the premise of the show. We think of love as blind purely in physical and material terms of our bodies. Mm. But we never think of love as blind in the sense of, is this person presenting me the fullness of who they are and what this relationship could be outside this very, very isolated incident of relationship that we share. Yeah. So yes, I do think that love is blind, but not in the material, like obviously you can't see who you're speaking to, but in the very intangible emotional and just holistic can i see who mm, i am speaking to
1: yeah and also love is blind in the sense that you also once that little veil goes up and you see the reveal of who you're you propose to love it, okay you're not you're no longer blind to who they look like but you are bl- or oh, sorry you are no longer blind to what they look like but you are still blind to the situations that will come yeah And most of us go into relationship, all of us go into relationships blind because we don't know the future. You're right.
2: What a wonderful place to end that conversation. (laughs) What a wonderful place to end that conversation. Yeah. Yeah sisters we hope you have enjoyed you know our little debrief on the love is blind and reality tv show let us know if you actually enjoyed this and if this is something that we should do more often yeah because we know that there's a lot of interesting things that are out on the television show streets there's even a new one coming up shall i think i've i forwarded it to you ages ago but i can't remember what it was about
1: um i
2: can't remember yeah another oh i remember you come in with the person that you've proposed to and been in a relationship. With, oh yes, and yes, you have yes. to move in with somebody. The ultimatum.
1: Else. The ultimatum.
2: Yeah, yeah. Girl, you and
1: there's know. another one coming. Anyway, Chad, this is not a re- this is not a reality TV show review podcast. But if you want something like that, maybe we could do a little off. We show, can do a little, extra. a little, o- we a little it, extra. We can do a little extra, <laughs> <laughs> a little. because no, we need to get ding, back into it. The- Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> that should actually be the we need to get someone on the ukulele to do the intro for us, my but. Seriously. this is we're gonna get back into the glowing and growing you know stuff next week the sisterhood stuff the next real week. stuff the me um, and the bowl. but this was a really good a really good way to just evaluate where everyone stands right now on their perceptions of relationships so for sure yeah for thank sure. you for the
2: suggestion for sure and sisters of course if you want to support us <laughs> online <laughs> support us um you can check us out on instagram at to my sisterhood and in fact on all social medias yeah to my sisterhood tiktok twitter and of course come and say hi to us individually if you haven't noticed our lovely lady on the left of myself right here has got a youtube channel <laughs> courtney danieler <That's> <laughs> daniel because
1: <laughs> i be yelling because she
2: be yelling <laughs> um at cd barteng and of course come and say hi to me over on my socials at renee
1: kapuki we love to see it and of course sisters we want you to stay plugged into everything and so make sure you are subscribed to our youtube channel make sure that you are following the podcast on all streaming platforms and definitely share this with the sister so that she never misses a part of the sisterhood so that she's not being left out okay of course we want you to make sure that you signed up to the mailing list because you get exclusives to things you also get a weekly newsletter from us letting you know what we're reading what we're loving and what we think will help benefit you during your week okay and sisters we just hope that you have an absolutely amazing week we are about to go off to a meeting to talk to the girls who are coming to tanzania with us so yeah and we're about to do that so hey to all of you but yes sis we hope that you have an amazing week as we have said already we thank you we love you and have a great great rest of your day okay keep glowing and growing ciao ciao